Hey everyone. This is Annie. And this is Gail. And this is Heroes. And Zero. A true crime podcast. Ooh, yes. Yes. We are so excited. Annie, here we yes. are in our um, ever evolving studio at your residence. It's evolving. It's something. I love it. Every time it's I come back over, Annie has improved the studio either aesthetically or functionality. And uh, we're getting there. Trying we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I love it. We're doing it. I love it. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> and I also want to give a thanks to, so since uh, we're lucky enough that Annie and I are neighbors, mm-hmm. um, this afternoon I realized, or this morning I realized we're out of dog food. And so when I was walking the dogs, I stopped by and it was like a little drug deal exchange. Annie, <laughs> I didn't give her anything back for it, but Annie then, you know, hands me. I gave this, her free dog food. Right? This baggie of dog I food. I slipped it under the. And I saw you gave me two baggies. Thanks. I did. You're yeah. welcome. Well, you got your dogs. So. Right? Get them through. Exactly. So I want to say thanks for that. So oh, here welcome. we are. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited today because we have a guest speaker. I don't know if you call her a guest speaker, but we have a guest today on the podcast. Yeah, we do. She's she's uh, someone that you know that's called in. I, yeah, exactly. In. Exactly. I'm, I know of her. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be an interview with her. Absolutely. I'm, so I'm pretty excited because... Um, it, we're calling this story, by the way, Michigan Woman Kidnapped in Thailand. Okay? And this is the Michigan Woman. And this is going to be the Michigan Woman. So we're going to introduce her in a minute. However, I kind of want to set up how were we in Thailand? How was, you know, how did this all happen? Yeah, so, tell us. Okay. So it's November of 2016. So what? Five years ago? Five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. And um, I should probably preface all of this with, and Annie, you know this, but for all of our listeners and those watching, um, I love to travel. She does. I love to travel. I've traveled all over the world, all over continents, and um, one of the things my husband and I had said after we got married, we've been together 10 years and married seven, mm-hmm. and we wanted to go to Thailand. And we both felt so broke after our wedding that we just like waited. Well, now fast forward to November of 2016, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I were living in Phoenix. So we're living in Phoenix at that time. Mm-hmm. And I had left the candle company that I was co-CEO of. Okay. Okay. And I'd left there in June. And so um, it's now uh, November. Okay. When, so six months, I've been off six months. I've gotten a lot done. I've also uh, done a little consulting, but really haven't worked at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I get this Groupon email. I love Groupon. Now, I've never, ever traveled through Groupon. Me neither. And But I they always had these trips and all of these great deals. So Mm -hmm. I always would look through them. Well, this one in Groupon comes through that's Bangkok, Thailand. And of course, and of course, Bangkok's really popular due to the movie Hangover, Hangover mm-hmm. 2, or okay. whichever one that is. Yeah. And so, um, One Night in Bangkok, right? Yeah, I was going to say the song is what yep, comes to my Exactly. Head. And mm-hmm. so, um, it was like you spent like six or seven days in Bangkok, and then you spent the next um, uh, six or seven days in Phuket. And we're able to see PP Islands and things like that. So for those of you in Thailand, PP Islands, maybe you're familiar with the movie from Leonardo DiCaprio called The Beach. 
and mm. that movie um, is really centered around PP Island. So check it out. I hear it's a phenomenal movie. Even I haven't seen it because I don't think I have either. Well, I saw the actual island, so it was okay. Um, and so, needless to say, I remember I called my husband. Here it is, November. I call mm-hmm. him and I go, listen, there's this trip, like the first week or second week of December, so not very far away, mm-hmm. that is in Groupon. And it's unbelievable deal. Now, it was still, you know, it wasn't a cheap trip. You're going across seas, across, you know, uh, on planes and everything. So, but I was like, it's really inexpensive. And I've... Already, you know, I always I always check out the hotels because mm-hmm. I'm always checking out, you know, what do you need to look. So I looked at the tour company. I looked at the hotels. We even upgraded to hotels. In fact, in Bangkok, the first hotel was called the Pullman G Hotel, which was they had all these G's all over. And as you know, <laughs> being, you know, my husband's mm-hmm. name is Greg. I'm Gail. Oh, the other, you know, yeah. we're, we're G's. Right. So we love Absolutely. that. So we did like that. So um, and by the way, I always when I'm going and traveling somewhere, you have to think about safety so a great example i looked up safety and what to expect and of course they did say don't trust the local authorities they may be corrupt right so you just that's a red flag yeah yeah (laughs) um but unfortunately that's a lot of countries i travel to right we don't realize how lucky we are in the united states i agree and so, and Canada, for all our Canada listeners, um, and so, um, and probably Sweden, Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to either place, love to go. And so, um, needless to say, we, um, it was an amazing deal, and my husband's like, let's do it. He got the time off from work, because he never takes vacation. My husband is such a great diligent worker he Mm -hmm. is and so he took vacation and um you know we're really excited oh going back to the crime when i looked up the crime Mm -hmm. the other thing i saw was to be careful on a tuk-tuk now a tuk-tuk are those little carts that people actually drive you around on a bicycle and you sit and so um a lot of times on a tuk-tuk people will drop their backpack or their big purse or whatever they're carrying on the floor. And then the driver calls his buddy and says, I have two dumb Americans, usually, in their car and in here, and the purse is on the ground. So then his buddy drives by on a motorcycle, snatches the backpack or purse, and then the driver's like, oh, my gosh, they stole your purse, and, you know, acts all concerned. But the truth is it was all coordinated. Exactly. So those were things, you know, I just looked at and knew that I I needed to be careful with, um, obviously. Good things to know. Exactly. Then you also have to remember Thailand also is kind of, especially Bangkok, it's a little seedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it has a sex trade, but I know it definitely has the red light district. Okay. Okay. And and different shows and different things. Mm -hmm. And so, okay. So that's how we all, you know, that kind of sets up the whole trip and, and where the whole trip, that, how it got to be. So okay. now we're back into December. So now it's December. And I, I didn't have the exact dates. I'm sure my husband did. He remembers everything. Of when you left? Yeah. But on December 16, in December of 2016, um, we flew, uh, I think it was like 17 hours. And I remember we were delayed. We were supposed to get in like at 11 p.m. And this is an important detail because we actually didn't get in until like 3 or 4 in the morning? Yes. And so I remember I sleep on flights. I slept the yeah. whole thing, right? But my husband didn't. He slept the first half, but not the ha- last half. And him and many others, I remember on the plane saying, I'm waiting because we're supposed to get in 11. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting till we land. And it just was a, a whole delay thing. So, or 
Needless to say, we didn't get in until 3 or 4. Is the Michigan woman on this flight yep. with you? Yep. Okay. Yep. And so we didn't get in until like 3 or 4. She has a name. We'll tell you later. Yep. In just a minute. Um, and so... Um, I love it. I can hear her laughing, too. Like, <laughs> And she's probably going to go, this is really cool. I've never heard your side, um, Gail. So um, so we flew all the way there. And my husband, um, when we got to the hotel finally at 3 a.m., you know, he drives dead, right? He's exhausted. And I'm sure many other people did. However, I was all jazzed up. I'm in Bangkok. I'm yeah. so excited. So I didn't really sleep. And I think this is very important detail because... I have a feeling many, many people were exhausted that first day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would be. Yep, yeah, exactly. And not to mention you have the time change and everything. Okay. So we that first day we're supposed to meet after breakfast at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. to go to this, I call it a shrine or a Buddha temple, all these temples. I mean, it was unbelievably beautiful, unbelievably mm-hmm. humid and hot. Um yeah. And it was unbelievable. We had our choice between our two tour guides, Kitty, this fun young lady, or old lady. You can go with the old lady. And the old lady was her mom. And oh. she's no fun. <laughs> and so I love that. I know, right? We chose Kitty. Uh, and so, um, absolutely. And so, um, needless to say, we... Um, we uh, loaded up on the two buses, and we went to those Buddha statues, and it was so amazing. And um, and that night, I wanted to um, – and by the way, I want to back up to that airplane ride, that 17 hours, because on that uh, plane, that Greg remembers our – oh, that's not even the longest flight I've ever taken. Um, Greg remembers our, our heroine. Mm-hmm. Not heroin. <laughs> heroin. <laughs> Our female hero. There you go. Um, he, he remembers her, and as as she as Alex, I'm not sure, and I'll introduce you properly in a minute, but um, you might think about this. Is uh, my husband recalls you leaning over our seats on the plane and asking where we were from, and we said Iowa, and he remembers you and um, the gentleman you were with, and that. You guys said Michigan, and I was like, wow, because uh, immediately when we heard about it, he remembered it. So, Funny. okay, so that first night, we've gone to the statues, we're trying to get back on the time zone, mm-hmm. all of that good stuff, mm-hmm. and of course, that night, though, it's Bangkok, baby, I want to go out. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I'm young, okay, I'm not as young as Alex is, but I'm young, I'm ready to have fun, and... Um, I really wanted to see some specific shows that I had never seen. And Greg was just not about it. First of all, he was tired. I mean, we're trying to get used to it. <laughs> you shouldn't have been so tired. Come on. But I was, too. At the end of the day, because I can hear him listening to this going, thanks a lot, Gail. Um, but I, and it was the, the right thing, because I was tired, mm-hmm. too, and we needed to get our sleep. But he just was also very leery about going out in Bangkok at night, even though he knew that was the big reason I wanted to be in Bangkok is to go out at night. Well, that was your first night, right? I know. It was my first night. It was our first night. So we didn't go out. So the next morning, and here we're getting close to Alex, because the okay. next morning... So, again, remember that first night, everybody's exhausted, right? Yep. Yep. We didn't go out, but I have a feeling many people did. There was definitely a mix of middle-aged to younger, you know, like 20-year-olds on the trip. I wouldn't say anyone over 60. Okay. Is middle-aged? 
I don't know what they consider middle age. I don't that I am that middle age. I don't either, but I'm going to say it's middle age. I'm not senior citizen yet. Um, And so uh, the next morning, we uh, had breakfast at the hotel every day. And um, after the the breakfast, um, our tour guide, Kitty, remember the the young one, not the The old lady? Yep. And Kitty um, pulls the entire group together and um, in her broken English says that. You know, there was um, a problem uh, last night. There was um, an incident. There was an incident last night, a problem, and there was trouble. And that's, you know, like, that's all we kind of get. And, um, however, we really... um, um, and by the way, we were all gathering, I think, to go to an elephant sanctuary that day or something, because there's pictures of me on elephants. So, I, I mean, I remember it all. I just don't remember the day by day. Right. So, anyway, um, she then said, you know, there's been an incident, there's been a problem, and we, we just don't want any of you in our group going out. And I would say there's probably a total of 25 couples, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, 50 people. I don't know. I could be off on that. But um, we don't want you to go out at night. And, of course, we really don't and know like, anybody. this is why I came to Bangkok. Right. And, of course, Greg's like, told you so. Told you so. <laughs> right? Um, and um, and uh, and then now we're not going out at night. Right? Now, we had a blast during the day. Unbelievable yeah. stuff. La da 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 da. So this incident. Yeah. So we then. On the phone. Yes. So then oh, we God. actually, it was interesting because then when we got to Phuket, we met some other people. Jonathan, mm-hmm. shout out to you in Brooklyn and your wife. And he said that his parents actually called him. Um, and because, and because then now everybody's talking about rumors, what's happening, everything's swirling. Right. And he said, you know, my parents actually called us because they heard it on Fox News in New York, right? Well, so they knew more than you did, and you were with her, right? Or um, at, at the whatever, exactly, same and location. not to mention that, um, you know, my our family didn't know it was a Groupon, right? So they just thought we were in Thailand, right? So obviously, he had said a Groupon. So when they said a Groupon trip to Thailand, his family immediately. It was like, wait, is that yeah. the same tour group? Oh is that gosh. the group? Okay. So, by the way, I need to tell you right now, I would mm-hmm. take a Groupon trip again. Really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Cost-wise and all of that, it, it was good. Yeah. I don't I know never if even thought about trips. say that. I, don't even know, um, I didn't even know Groupon did trips. So it, Yeah, they're not right now, not a lot because yeah. of COVID. Right. So, they've backed off on all of it. But, yeah. um, hey, Groupon, if you'd like to be an advertiser, we'd take you on. Um, Come on, sponsor, <laughs> baby. All right, so now that I've set that all up um, and really kind of got you into the mode that it is sweaty, it is hot, it is like literally 98 degrees and literally 98% humidity the whole time I had sweat running down my nose. I would be miserable. I never wore my hair up or down. It was always in pigtails or ponytails. And I sweat anyway. I'm mean, going to get a Groupon to Alaska. I just rolled in sweat. But I was prepared for it. I knew it would be that way, right? So, uh-huh. so I can't even imagine that all this happened in this um, oppressive heat also, right? So, yeah. I want to now introduce our very special guest. And like I said, our female hero. Um, when we think about heroes to zeros, this girl is a true um, hero in every sense of the word. Um, and we are um, so honored and humbled that she is with us, that she's willing to tell this story about this quote-unquote incident, the mm-hmm. problem, the trouble that happened of why yeah. we couldn't go out at night. 
listeners, get ready. Uh, if you're driving, mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to the road, but you got to get ready for this because um, it's quite the story. So, so who are we welcoming? Yep, everyone, What's please name? welcome Alexandra Fairfield. Yay! Yay! This is the applause sound that we don't have. Hi, Alexandra. Alex? And the intro. Um, yes, um, <laughs> quite the intro. Right, you probably didn't know all those things, right? No, I had no idea of the other end of... Uh, of the spectrum there. So yes, of what was going on with the group. What they told you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, Alex, I want to first of all thank you so much for joining Annie yes, and I today. thank you. I was shocked when she said that she had spoken to you and you agreed to do it. I'm like, oh, we were both jumping up and down outside. Well, I agree because um, when I told my husband that this is a story I wanted to do. Yeah. And um He, because I think it's important to understand that there is things that can go really wrong on a trip Mm -hmm. and you need to, I don't even, and I'm going to ask you later, Alex, how you could have been prepared more or not, if you could have, I don't know that you could have, but you know, it just is, okay, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, but, um, (laughs) it is, uh, he said, he told you that there's no way she's going to respond. Right. She's not going to do the interview. Greg goes, no way. That was traumatic. There is no way this girl wants to talk about it. So, Alex, this is a very traumatic story. And I do want to say thank you again for chatting with us and being so vulnerable and open with our listeners and and um, being able to share this with us. Now, Alex, before we get started, though, tell me, you live in, um, is it, name the town, is it something with a V, right? Oh, I'm, my hometown is um, Ravenna, Michigan. Okay, Ravenna. And then... Uh, is that like Verbena? Verbena. R a v e n n a. Okay, Ravenna. Out in Italy. Kind of like Raven. Uh. Oh. Oh, and um, and where's that by? Small town. Yeah. What? Sorry, what? Yeah. Is it by Detroit? Oh, where is it by? Oh, Grand Rapids. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. It's like thirty minutes west of Grand Rapids. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, Alex, you know, what are you doing? Well, I can ask you a little bit about what are you doing in life now um, after we're done. But um, I did hear that you're engaged. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yes. We're actually doing an yeah, international wedding. So, yes, I still travel. Yay! I love hearing that. Where are you getting off one of my questions? Right? <laughs> I love it. Um, that's going to be awesome. So do you want to just, do you want her to just tell her, her, tell us her story? Or do yeah. you have other things you want to ask her? No, no. I, um, I'm i so happy you got engaged. I know. I know too. in 2016, know you. you were 26 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So take us through it, Alex, and how you booked the trip, how far in advance, you know, how you did it all, and, you know, kind of all what happened that first, you know, that first really less than 48 hours for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe and I, so Joe is like a grad school, like my best friend of grad school, um, and we had graduated in 2015 in May, um, and they kind of got real-life careers after that. Dominican and we loved it. And Nate is my fiance. Okay. Awesome. Um, 
and so that was perfect. Like, we loved it. Super cheap. Everything was organized. Shuttle from the airport to our resort. Um, and so that's why I told Joe about the Groupon trip um, for our trip. Mm-hmm. And Nate and I are actually getting married in Dominican. So we're going to go back for Ooh. the third time. So, I love it. Um, That'll be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but me, I think we met at a brewery at Founders. I don't know if you know Founders. That's the Grand Rapids beer. Um, But we booked our trip there, um, and I think it was around August. Okay. So August 2016 we had booked. Um, And then we had to fly from Grand Rapids to to Chicago, and then from Chicago to L.A., and then L.A. to Beijing. And was that the flight that you were on? Yep, L.A. to Beijing, Beijing yep, because we flew out of LAX. Yeah, so, so we were on those two flights together. Yep, and then uh, Beijing to Bangkok. To, um, is it Air China? I think so. I, I recall that, too. Hmm. I think, well, if that's pretty specific on how I'm going to try to get out of China. <laughs> You're going to try to get yeah, lit? I good. I want you to be specific. I'm yes. excited. That's yes. exactly. So you and Joe, your best I friend from college, you you met to, yeah, so to have uh, planned a trip in August of 16 to go in December of 16 to Thailand. You're on Air China yeah. from, and listen to this, everybody, Grand Rapids to Chicago, Chicago to L.A., L.A. to Beijing, Beijing to Bangkok. Yeah, it was a long I think we probably had, I think it's a 20-hour trip total for us. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, <laughs> Dying here. a little here. bit further to go than you did. Yes, <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, okay. So, uh, we end up landing in Bangkok. And you were right. We got in late. Because um, I was really worried about, like, locating our shuttle bus. I didn't know that most of the people were going to, on the tour with us, were going to be, like, grouped together. Like right, we all ended up being really together. Worried. Yeah, so um, we got on the bus, and then that took us to, you're we right, the Pullman G Hotel. Um, and then, yeah, we woke up really early to do that temple that we went to called Watpo, W-A-T-P-H-O. Um, and it has the Temple of the Reclining Buddha. That was, like, the big you don't go to there. Oh, I love that you um, are having more details than I or my husband remember. <laughs> well, I only got one day. <laughs> it was an amazing place. That's awesome. Okay, so the Temple of the Reclining Buddha, and it's W-A-T-T-H-O? Yep, yes, Watpo. Okay. Oh, I don't know how they would pronounce it over there. There are a lot of stray cats. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I um, do. And I remember yeah. getting and yelled then, at because I it, there was a step that said, do not step. And so what I do? Stepped right on the step. <laughs> <laughs> Got yelled at by a monk. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know if you remember that. After that, we had gone to a buffet with all the groups. Do you remember that? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. This was the, the, the next day. Well, yes, and the, the, one day, so I know all these things. Yeah. Oh I think gosh. the restaurant and was then, completely empty, wasn't it, except for us? Yes. Yep, yep. I do remember yep. that. Wow, you're bringing back great, okay, you're bringing back memories. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went back to the hotel, and Joe and I took a nap, and then, like, 
Joe and I, for the, we were going to do the elephant sanctuary the next day, but then I think um, the day after that we had off. So yes. I was trying to um, do like a tour. Like one thing that we really wanted to do was sample all, we were calling it street meat, but like vendor food. Yes. Because it's supposed to be like the best in town. Mm-hmm. So we were like mapping out what we were going to do like in two days. Yes. Um, our afternoon kind of doing that. I remember um, that, too, because we did end up going to those street vendors, and I don't know. It was very, very, oh, the weird stuff you could eat mm-hmm. and the things they had fried. It was pretty amazing. Yes, I, I, I bought a skewer. Uh, I don't even know what it was because, obviously, Thai language is completely different from American language, even, like, mm-hmm. low-lettering and everything. You have no idea what anything is. But it was 30 cents, and they were rolled into balls. We thought it might have been fish, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's the best part of I going places is the, yeah, is the dining. Yeah. Um, so then, um, like, if you exited our hotel, they, and you took a left out, I don't know what direction this would be, but um, you walked about a quarter of a mile, there was a night market, which... Most people probably don't know what that is, but it's pretty much like a glorified flea market with a bunch of vendors. Um, like they sell silk scarves and little trinkets, and um, there are probably like ten or fifteen booths per aisle, and I'd say there are like five aisles. Okay. Um, kind of just in like a, you know, a huge parking lot area. Um, so we wanted to do that. They needed to get souvenirs for loved ones. So I did end up, uh, buying this silk scarf. Um, and I'm doing this in my closet, so I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I love it. I got one thing out of there. Um, yeah, so, um, then our, we were just going to go to the night market. Like you said, we were pretty exhausted. And yep. we had to wake up early for that elephant thing. Um, but we stuck in, so there were bars, kind of, like, every other um, building or whatever had a bar in it. Okay. On the edge of the, sh- of the night market. Um, and these bars, like, you didn't know the name specifically. And at, during the daytime, they would just pull the garage doors down. The garage doors were, like, the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like the entrance so to the building. During the daytime, you would have no idea that there were even like bars or anything on this road. It, it's really mm-hmm. bizarre. But at night, it's a very open concept. Um, yeah. So we had gone to one because the band, they had like a live band there and they were covering Queen. We love Queen. So we stopped in for a beer there. Mm-hmm. And then the band switched out. Um, so then we. Just left, and again, we're going to go home. Hindsight should have went home. So, wait a minute. You said you you, you stopped somewhere, and you got to see the band Queen? No, uh, probably cover band. A cover no, ba- they were covering. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody. What are the chances that you were there? Oh, okay. All okay. right. That cover band is fine. So, so, you left. You were thinking of going back to the hotel. <laughs> okay. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so, Continue. Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. And then we um, keep walking down back towards our hotel. But then 
uh, stuck in for another drink at the bar that I actually, like, got abducted from. Uh, they had, like, a DJ up on the stage. Um, again, playing the mirror thing, kind of like, like you would hear at the club. Yep. Um, and then, so, the setup of this was kind of the stage area. To the left of the stage was a tiny door with a single bathroom. Um, I want to say there wasn't even a door. I think it was just, like, curtains that you had to go through okay. to get to it. And then you had the bar kind of along the wall to the right-hand side, and then in the back there was, like, a corner booth. But there's, like, little tables kind of set up around the dance floor area. Okay. And um, that's, like, Joe and I had gotten maybe two drinks at that point, Um I like to dance, because dancing, he was dancing with a chick. I started dancing with two. I, I want to say they were locals. I'm almost positive they were. They invited me back to their booth. Um, so I went and sat down with them, and this is where I'm stupid. So. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, <laughs> Alex. from anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was two Thai girls, um, a white foreigner was with them. Um, I do some Eastern European man. Um, and then, and they were my age, so mm-hmm. I would say like mid-20s, you know? Okay. And then later on, um, maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, another guy showed up. Uh, and then he ended up buying like a bottle for the table and we had taken a shot out of it, and I'm almost positive, like, that's when they drugged me. Now, I'm not 100% sure I got drugged, but I've never felt, like, I've never completely blacked mm-hmm. out, no memory, nothing. Yeah, I, like would, I would probably 99% guarantee you were. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so then, after that, so Joe had still been dancing with, you know, the girl at that point. Let me ask you a question uh, quick, Alex. Is the, you said there yeah. were two Thai women, a white foreigner and an Eastern European man, and then another guy came in. So the white foreigner was East, okay. I think East, Eastern okay. European. Okay. So it's two yeah. ladies and a man, then another guy comes in. What was his nationality, do you think? He was Thai. I think he was the brother of one of the girls that I was with. Okay. Okay. Did they speak good English? Did they speak somewhat good English? Yeah, they they spoke. I mean, yeah, we could have, like, a conversation together. Great. As much as you can in, like, a club. (laughs) Right, exactly. As loud as it is. Um, So So you've taken that shot. He orders that bottle, and you've taken a shot. I'm going to interrupt you here and ask you, do you remember, it, it, they all maybe took a shot with you. Do you all do a, like a group shot? I'm wondering if somehow you missed that they were taking something different. So they took it out of the box, like they poured it into shot glasses. We all did it together. But I'm not positive. Did they just bring I'm you those not, those shot glasses I, just prior to pouring them? Did they what? Did they just bring you those shot glasses prior to, to pouring them? Like perhaps yours was laced with something? The, the, the little oh, yeah, I, shot glass itself. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. 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 I'
I'm not sure on that. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm not. Now I'm observant when I do stuff like this. Right. Right. Exactly. I was not observant, and I'm like a pretty trusting person at baseline. I feel like Mm -hmm. so. I'd be I'd be in your shoes too, well, honey. So I mean, right? We're all we're all from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and I mean, we that group. Even though we all were, we didn't know that on the plane were the same people we were going to be with at the hotel, and like that's actually their group. So, mm-hmm. and but you then got to know people, and everybody is pretty trusting. So, and we're just Midwest trusting girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True that. Yeah. Um. So at that point, that's like the point where. I just completely lose all memory. Like, I don't have any idea what happened. But from Joe's perspective, um, he had gone to the bathroom, and I believe it was just a piece. So he was only in there, you know, for minutes. Um, And then when he came back out, I was gone, and the group was gone. And he thought that I had just gone, you know, back to the hotel without him, which he thought was really weird. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so. Mm, gosh. I know that you're alive and you're right here, but my heart is just, like, kind of, like, in my in my throat. And when I keep going back when you said, from the bar where I was abducted from, just kept ringing in my ears, like, oh, my gosh. I know. It is. I, uh, and she's not even I'm not going to cry the scariest anything, part, right? No. Okay. Now, so, um, and I get this is a great point for our listeners, and we are going to have a bonus episode of Vacation Crying Tips. Mm-hmm. However, this is a great reminder that, you know, always make a pact with your friends that no matter what, we always are to get, we always, you know, we'll hook up together. Nobody walks back to the hotel alone. So if I'm gone, something's mm-hmm. wrong. Like right? you would never have left Joe. Yeah. Right. Well, and he knew, like, he knew that in the back of his head, and he asked the bartender, um, like, if he saw me leave, and nobody really around us saw it happen. Okay. Um, or they're I in on imagine, it. Imagine, I, because if I was completely out of it, somebody would have noticed, you know. But I think, like, when you get roofied, you still have a little bit of function. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I have no recall. <laughs> okay, um, so now Joe Joe comes out. You're not there. He thinks you go yeah, to the hotel. He thinks I because he asked the bartender. The bartender like then no one happened. So then he walked back to the hotel and waited for me. Obviously, I didn't come home. Um, yeah. So then at that point. Um, like, I just have, like, these little snippets of flashes. Like, I remember riding in, like, the interior of the vehicle was black, and I was in between two people. I could not tell you their faces mm. or anything. Um, and then, like, I not, not necessarily fully came to, but I'd say, like, 50% became aware of, of what was going on, and I, I, I have no idea where I'm at. Um, you're just riding in a car. Yeah. Um, like, the vibe of the building that I was in, it felt like a parking garage. It was just, like, all the walls were concrete, floor was concrete. There was, like, a bare mattress in the corner. And, like, the light that was in the room was, like, I don't know, one of those hanging, hanging bulbs with, like, the pole thing. Holy shit, it's like a true, so, like, scary movie. Um, <laughs> it's 
Okay, so wait a minute, though. I'm going to back you up. I'm going to back you up. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So you're in the car, and I know you have snippets. So you're in the car. You're between two people. Next, you're riding in the car. Do you remember how you, or did your car pull into that cement room, or did you walk into that room? Do you remember? No, I just, I just have, like, a three-second memory of that. Okay, and so the memory yeah. was that it was like a garage, almost like a garage door type thing, cement floor, and a mattress on the floor, and then a light bulb hanging overhead. Yeah, yeah, and there was like a sink too in that room. Okay, the room I say probably, um, if I could give like a good estimate, like twenty by thirty, maybe. Oh my god! So you just kind of remembered waking up sort of coming to in that room, not the transfer from the car to that room. No, no. And I was, uh, my back was like leaned up against the wall. And then um, my hands, like my wrists were bound. And if I had to guess what they were bound with, again, not 100% sure. I'd say maybe they were shoelaces, but mm-hmm. they didn't do a very good job. They were good. <laughs> I remember getting out of those like, Part of your story when you go on, I suspect. I mean, I'm going to tell the audience right now. I suspect it was. So um, when you continue with your story, you'll find out. Well, it sounds very planned yeah. and orchestrated. So yeah, yeah. So okay. So the snippet is you're you would come to you're you're leaned up against the wall, and this man in khakis walks in, and he's in a khaki uniform. You're you've you've gotten out of your shoelace wrist. Were they bound in front like of you, you or just, behind you? And again, I know it's not like you woke up. You they have snippets. They're in front of you. In front of you. Okay. And thank God they didn't do them tight, right? I mean, there's a blessing. So, yeah, yeah. so the guy comes uh, in. He came in the room, and he didn't know like, that I had loosened those up to the point that I could use both my arms and So he pulls you up in a standing position. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. 
And um, I can't believe he goes in for a kiss. Like, um, doesn't realize your hands are bound. What was I also going to say on that? Okay, go ahead. It's just so crazy. I know there was something in there, but I'll ask. I'll figure it out in a minute. <laughs> You're fine. So that happens. I do manage, like, he falls up to the ground. And so then I just kick him in the torso. I don't know if I had. So my outfit, well. I, I was just going to say, what were you wearing when you woke up? <laughs> what did you wear that night to the bar? What did you wear to the bar that yeah, night, so and I'm what like, did you wear when you woke up? I'm like that, because I wasn't even in, like, a cute outfit. Like, right? Was it, like, a clubby like outfit? Long, no, it wasn't anything like that. It was, like, those long, like, beach pants, um, that uh, yep. kind of linen material. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I had those on. I had moccasins on, and, uh, like, a Columbia, like, uh, another, like, Columbia linen type of shirt. Awesome. Okay. Sounds beautiful. Uh, so At classy. the end of the day, nobody can say you were dressed. Well, she was in a miniskirt right. and a tube top. Exactly. Nobody can Even say. Even though, you know what, you could have walked in there naked and still. Still, right. But there is no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And so when you woke up in this room, what are you wearing? Uh, I had all my clothes on. Thank God. No, I don't okay. know if I had um, my shoes on or not, but I got them. Imagine at that point I did because I feel like my feet would have hurt a lot worse mm-hmm. if I was kicking him. And so they didn't. Um, I think bind, they lost those. They didn't bind your ankles then, Alex. They what? They did not bind your ankles then. No, no. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then I kicked him a few times and then ran out of the room, and it was kind of like, not. it wasn't on the first floor, it must have been the second floor, but there was like a balcony area that I lower myself down to and jump off of, and maybe like a seven, ten foot drop. Oh my gosh. But I could lower myself down enough, I mean. It's like a Jason Bourne movie. It is crazy. And you're a sister. <laughs> well, when you're in that situation, I don't know. It's just like... Alex you know, born. I get both, I guess. <laughs> and Alex, I can oh. only imagine your mental state at this point. Was your, I'm, I'm assuming your oh. heart is racing. What's going through your yeah, mind? And aren't you still foggy-headed from the whatever, the drugs or alcohol and whatever else they gave you? I'd say, like, when I jumped off of that and hit the ground then i came back like 90 to 100 percent like the adrenaline just started pumping through your veins i'm sure yeah um so then i just started sprinting i think this is what i lost my shoes when i jumped off the building i just started running and i was in like an alley um and i just remember like the streets having like that orangish glow I want to say this was probably, like, around 1 or 2 a.m. Okay. Um, yeah, so the streets had, like, that orange shoe from, like, the street lamps. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Now, I have terrible vision, like, horrible vision. Okay. Um, did not have my glasses. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where those were at. Well, I mean... Um, so, I'm sure they were I lost, right? I remember running into, um, like, a woman. I'm not 
street and I took her by the shoulders. And so I'm five nine and you know this scale because you were there, but every and this is probably why I got the better of the man too, because he was like five eight, but they're pretty short. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so I just remember like grabbing this middle aged woman and like kind of shaking her and yelling, Help me, help me. She just kinda of looked at me. Um, so I didn't want to waste time, so I just kept running. <laughs> um and didn't really have a plan in my head, but mm-hmm. I got to, um, like, the street that had two lanes on the right side and two lanes on the left side and, like, a concrete median kind of thing in the middle. Okay. Um, so it wasn't, it was, like, a very busy street, but there weren't very many um, cars on it at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So by I had no idea where I was at. Um, All right. Bangkok so I, is huge, and it's very it's rudimentary huge. anyway as far as their infrastructure, their, I mean, the wires going into, like, electricity pole is, like, a thousand different, like, things just, like, in a jumble on the outside. It's very... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know where it's you're crazy. at. And you assume it's... like that, too. <laughs> say that again. Same. Yeah, so um, I saw, uh, like, these bushes. It turns out they were thorn bushes, but I didn't care. Uh, lining, you know, the sidewalk on the side of the street that I was on. So I got, there was a concrete wall in between the bushes and the sidewalk. I got, you know, as low as I could and just hunkered down. Um, so now. Underneath there, because I go for it. I, I was going to ask, so did you ask anyone to help besides that woman? Did you meet, see anyone else that you asked? I did not see anybody else, and then I also didn't know who's following me. Right. So, mm-hmm. I just thought my best bet would probably be to hide. <laughs> well, not yeah. to mention you've been drugged, you're it, totally disoriented, your heart is racing, can't even figure out what's going on so you hide in between these unfortunately thorn bushes between the thorn bushes and like a concrete wall and what happens then yeah like i was able to get underneath it because it had probably like a foot and a half like clearance from the bottom of the ground okay i kind of like got into like a little fetal position type of situation yeah oh man and then i just kind of tried to like regain my thought process of you know, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just saw in my head, I don't have my phone, by the way. I don't have, like, wallet. Um, right. They took that from me. And they um, probably took your glasses, too, thinking if you were wearing them out that you'd be more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have those. Um, and so then, like, I just thought, okay, this is a busy enough road that, some morning, there's bound to be taxis. Mm-hmm. So that was my whole plan is I'm going to wait until the street gets busier and, like, I can blend in. Okay. Even though, like, not realizing it, <laughs> I'm all bloody. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that was, like, my whole thing. So in Bangkok, which I didn't realize firsthand experience, they have, like, street sweepers come out like right before dawn okay um 
there are like these little old ladies that came out and sweeped the sidewalk uh, off. Oh, literally, I was thinking a quaint. (laughs) I wasn't thinking a human with a broom. I was thinking a machine. Oh, no, they were (sighs) human. Oh, wow. (laughs) And they're little old ladies. um, Okay. I, that was like the first, that's the first people that I I saw. And this was, I did have like my Garmin um, old school. This is before, well, I think I watched his birthday, but I wasn't rich enough yet for one. Um, I love it. But I had a Garmin, like, um, just that cracker, but it kept the time, too. So this is, like, right. I think around, like, 6, 6.30 a.m.-ish um, that they came out. And I just, like, kept debating in my head, should I try, should I get out and try to see if they could help me? But then I was just thinking, like, they probably don't speak great English, if mm-hmm. English at all. So... I feel like it just caused more harm than good at that point. So I just let them do their thing. Um, and had and you then around seven a.m. Alex, had and, you heard um, like, have you heard like Gail heard that that maybe police shouldn't be trusted there? So nope, you I hadn't heard that. So. Was not like that wasn't in my head. Like I did, like Gail did, kind of the crime stuff. Yeah. And I did buy, like, money belt that you put around your stomach so people can't pickpocket you. Like, I had one of those on at that temple. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so I had, like, that kind of crime. Um, I like the taxi drivers, which Joe and I found out later, are, are going to try to, um, you know. Yeah, gouge you. Yeah. American and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I was aware of that, but, like, this happening and then me being involved like with the police was not even in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I did forget to mention though, right after I hunkered out in the bushes, um, I don't know if this is correlated or not, but uh, several motorcycles with like spotlights were going up and down that road. Oh. Um, yeah, so that kind of freaks me out too. <laughs> well, yeah. right, and I think that is an important detail, and I, I remember think hearing this. It's completely this related. Because I agree. Yeah. I mean, the fact that yeah. you've got so motorcycles going up and down a road um, and with spotlights looking. Now, for any of our listeners, like, I can't believe you sat there for four hours waiting, and then I can't believe you didn't jump at the old ladies. You know, think about the fear right now that. You don't know who's kidnapped you. You know, they're in a khaki uniform. By the way, Thai police wear a khaki uniform. And That's what I was thinking. Um, you know, and now during this time you're hiding in a fetal position. Um, you saw spotlight, motorcycles with spotlights looking for something or someone. So right mm-hmm. there, yeah, you're pretty scary. Okay, so now it's 7 a.m. Uh, you think about 7 a.m. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't go to the street cleaner. So what happens next? So, um, so people start walking, like, the traffic kind of picks up on the sidewalk. Now, it is a really cute way, kind of, as soon as it can be, that I got, like, found or whatever. Uh, this little boy was, like, with his dad, and he could see under the bushes. He's that song. He's probably, like, three or four. Um, and he saw me. Like, we made eye contact. <laughs> And so she's like, oh, no. oh gosh. Um, wow. Yeah, so then he, like, pulled his dad down, and 
um, his dad saw me, so then I was like, okay, well, I might as well get out. So I get out um, and kind of get my bearings, because when you're that low to the ground, you really don't know what's around you. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was I dark when you were running. Sorry, what you I said, plus it was dark when you were, when you first escaped and probably hid underneath the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I got out, like, I saw, like, a white concrete-ish, um, kind of, like, backlit sign that had, like, S. I couldn't read the other words. I didn't have my glasses, but the S was really large, and then the plaza was really large. So okay. that's something that I was by that I... I, I tried to go back and Google Maps to figure it out. Can't find it. I have no idea where. <laughs> okay, so something you were when this little boy and his dad, you know, see you and you get out. You you look around, you get your bearings, and you see something like a that you think is S something Plaza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the S is the capital yep. of the word, but I have no idea what what other words come with that. Um. And then there was, like, a, a booth, um, kind of like a security booth with the two, um, two gosh, traffic barrier flag things that you put out. Yep, and yep. Up. Uh, so, like, I went up to these two men that were working this booth, and they immediately, like, looked at me, but then just started, like, chuckling to themselves, <laughs> and... I had no idea what they were saying. That I don't, I don't know if they spoke any English, but I just asked and said, can you call the U.S. Embassy, please, like, get a hold of the U.S. Embassy. And they just kind of looked at each other and were just, like, giggling and laughing. They probably thought that I just, like, had a really bad trip or something. <laughs> I have no but idea. But you were bloody, you said. you had. Yeah, I've seen pictures yeah. online yeah, of her... Hands, like her gas, chin. Um, blood on my face. Um, my pant knees from when I jumped. Mm-hmm. Um, I landed on one knee pretty bad, the other knee a little bit. But, I mean, that blood had soaked through my elbows and the shirts were soaked through with blood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, anyway, so they get on the phone. But they, they are, they're just kind of looking at me and smiling. And like nodding, mm-hmm. and I not trust the situation at all. So I just turned around and walked the other way. Um, when I did that, and I'm still by that busy road. Um, <clears throat> when I did that, like a group of four Russian um, foreigner men saw me, and they're like, "Ma'am, like, do you need help?" They probably didn't say "ma'am," but I don't know. They right, right. Help. Uh, and I said, yes. I just said, like, I was robbed. I need a taxi. I didn't want to explain the whole situation. Right. Uh, and I just said, like, I don't have any money. And so they flagged down a taxi for me. And I told the taxi driver, I said, hey, like, bring me. Thank God I remembered our hotel. Right. Um, but I need a Pullman G hotel, please. Like, I have money in the room. Um we can get you money, like, when I get there, like, just please do it. And he was very nice and wanted me in the back seat. And Good. He drove me back, and it was, like, a five to seven-minute taxi ride. So I probably, honestly, was not far right. from our hotel. Right, mm-hmm. from where the bar was around the corner in the hotel. Now, 
just so everybody knows listening, I did see a lot of Russian tourists there also. Greg and I noticed that also. And um, I, the reason she's mentioning, I bet, how nice the cab driver was was because they're not, again, unless your concierge it's, you know, talks to them and says, hey, this is the money they're going to pay, they will gouge you or just say, I don't know where that is, you know, or it, it's, mm-hmm. it's not the most friendliest of cab drivers that I encounter. Right. And so I'm assuming that's why she mentioned how nice he was because nobody else was that nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so he like pulled in. I don't know if you remember the hotel. Yep. There's I like do. kind of like a pull-off area. Um, he pulls in and I get out, um, and I'm just like kind of robot mode. I'm not making eye contact with anybody. I'm going right for those elevators in the back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the elevator. And then there was an American lady waiting with me, but she really wasn't like looking at me. And then we got on together and then she looked at me and then she's like, oh my God. Are you okay? <laughs> Whoa. She's like, do you need a hug? Oh. <laughs> like, and I was just like, hey, like, I was robbed. Like, I just did not have to explain it to everyone. Right. <laughs> but oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know if she was in the group or not. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So then I also am, like, very proud of myself for remembering the room that we were in. I was going to say, I wouldn't remember the room. I never remember a hotel room, so that was bizarre in my mind, too. So, <clears throat> I, like, knock on the door. Nobody answers. Like, I knock harder, and finally, like, Joe answers, and he looks like he's been up all night, and he sees me, and he's just, like, like grabs me and for a hug immediately, and then I, like, have to briefly tell him what happened, and then I'm like, hey, there's, like, a taxi driver downstairs, you have to go pay him, and then I'll, well, I'll explain everything. <laughs> so, Whoa. like, he did, he went down to the taxi driver and then came back up, so then I had to explain to Joe exactly, like, what occurred, mm-hmm. and he's obviously horrified, <clears throat> and he feels guilty, um, like, he shouldn't, there's nothing he could have done, you know? Right. Um... What did he do that yeah, night? What was he doing that night? Did he contact anybody? Did he, what What were his? So he was, yeah, he was waiting up for me, and then he eventually, like, fell asleep. Had he um, called the police or anything right. to report you missing? Um, No, not at that point. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't know if I would have done anything different either, though. Yeah. Oh, there's no judgment yeah, here. Just asking. I agree. I agree. What he would have done. Kind of, I know. You just you always think, nah, that nothing bad can happen. I'm sure she just went out, partied with them a little bit. She'll be home soon. They probably went to a different dance club, and then you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't put any blame on him at all. It's not not his thing. Oh, absolutely. No. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And so, yeah, so then we had to figure out, like, like what what are we going to do? Well, um, the tour guide, so we were in the group with Kitty's mom. And so she's down in the lobby. The old the lady. Okay. Uh, this is how Joe explained it. And so Joe went down there and just said, hey, like, this is what happened to Alex. We are not going to be... 
on the elephant trip thing today. And so she immediately came up to the room, like I'm sitting on the edge of the bed, and and she just, she's very sweet, and I know she meant, like, the best, but um, she just kept saying, like, that doesn't happen here. That doesn't happen here. Oh. Like, no, 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 like, that doesn't happen. And that. I was like, well, like... Like she was sort of arguing with you that it didn't happen? (laughs) Kind of wanted to convince her it doesn't happen. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like, well, it did happen. And then she's like, again, I really think she meant, like, the best. Um, she wasn't suggesting how to take care of you and let's call the police, let's file a report. Jeez. You know, it's probably that generation, too, and then culture. Of oh, that like, makes me so mad, Don't Don't w- make waves. You know, things like this don't happen here. Not to mention, you know, this is a tour company, and they yeah. are now like, oh, yeah. shit. So, okay. So, she I says know. that doesn't happen here. You tell her, I don't want to go to the elephant stank sanctuary today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then what no, happened? I said, no, like, we're not going to do the elephant sanctuary. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get home. And she said, like, no, no, you stay here. You have a good time. We keep you safe. She kept saying, you come with us, we keep you safe. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I said, no, like, this is pretty traumatic. (laughs) Yeah, God damn it. I was just kidnapped, lady. Shut your whole pie hole. (laughs) Jeez, I'm mad for her right now. (laughs) Anyway, so I was going through my mind, and so I had, like, when I was taken, I had, like, a wrist. Um, wallet thingy mm-hmm. that had, you know, obviously cash and stuff. Thank God it didn't have an ID, like passport. Right. That would have been a helping. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't bring that. But hindsight, if something bad would have happened to me, I don't know if they would have been able to identify it. That's true, <laughs> but, too. Well, um, we're not going there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, it had cash in it, and then it had a hotel card with the Pullman G they should have. Um, yeah, and so you guys went out on your elephant tour, and Joe and I are scrambling, trying to figure out how to get home, but also then, like, we switch rooms, um, then I have to, like, call my parents, which is, like, the worst thing in the world. Right, you're um, just 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a 12-hour time difference. So it's morning for them. <clears throat> so um, I called Dad and my stepmom Jeannie, and we we FaceTime. Sorry, I'm tearing up now. No, it's okay, honey. It was a traumatic experience, and I'm sure this was being millions of miles away. You know, it's hard on your parents too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, my dad and I are best friends, and, um, yeah, that was the hardest part of the whole thing, was telling him what happened to me. So, he obviously couldn't sleep, like, the whole time. 
that I was there trying to get me home. But, um, oh yeah, my mom was the same way. She's very upset. She was, uh, she, like, lived down in Kentucky part-time, and so she actually, like, got in her car immediately and drove up, you mm-hmm. know, back to Michigan. Um, and then, yeah, so then Joe had to tell his parents, like, you know, what happened. So we're just kind of notifying both his family and friends mm-hmm. on what's going on. Um, <laughs> but then, um, Joe and I, like, we just thought the best bet would to be to rebook because Originally, we were supposed to fly to Phuket with you guys, and then from Phuket to Beijing, Beijing to L.A., and blah, blah, blah. Correct, yep. So we thought it would be the best and quickest way is to just reschedule our flight from, um, instead of, like, flying out of Phuket, to fly out of Bangkok to Beijing, and then fly yep. through Air China. Yep, because you just want to get home now. It's yeah. You're done with the trip. It's, it was a pretty traumatic, horrific first night. You don't want to stay there longer. And they you know feel unsafe. You mm-hmm. feel unsafe because they have your wristlet that said where the hotel was. So mm-hmm. so you're I mean, trying to get out of phone, there. Um, my phone passcode was something like 54321, something really stupid. <laughs> so, oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> Hey, note to self, everybody. Complex <laughs> than that. Uh, yeah, so at that point, like, and I had, I didn't even realize it, but, like, I had an iPad with me, and that's how I was communicating with my family um, through, like, Facebook, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, and didn't even realize, like, on my phone, I have, like, the Find My Phone app thingy that automatically comes with it, but it syncs to the iPad. So if they could get into my phone, they can automatically oh. see that for that. Oh. Yeah, so I had my mom call Verizon and immediately just, like, cancel my phone, shut it down completely um, so they couldn't log on. Good, but good. that was, like, maybe a day into this whole ordeal they did that Mm. um but yeah so i don't know if you do this but um that weekend that we landed was like the king's birthday the king had died like a year ago but they're very uh sentimental about royalty apparently because they have as like um his birthday was like on monday Yes, I do remember um, that. Sunday. And I and remember... It's like a holiday weekend for them. Yep. And it uh, uh, prior to us getting there, they had made even all tourists wear black for the month prior to celebrate, or something with that, I remember, because we just missed the cutoff of where even tourists were, like, required to wear black. I remember that. So many people were still wearing black yeah. and, and mourning. Yep. Yeah, so... so- um, it was like a national holiday where like work and everything was just shut down. We were trying to get a hold of Air China. Couldn't. They were shut down until Tuesday. Um, like their customer service thing on the website. And Whoa. it was just very frustrating overall. Um, so. And what day were you abducted? To figure out that. What day were you abducted, Alex? I'm sorry if I missed that. I, that was like a Saturday night. Okay. All right. So this is Sunday. 
okay. so you're going to just try to reroute reroute our flight. But then we realized, like, Sunday night, that's not not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. So we ended up booking an entirely different flight, but still through Air China, um, and even had, like, confirmation numbers and everything um, for that Monday. Mm-hmm. So, so the next we day. We all our shit together. Sorry, go ahead. So for the next day, because this this is, you yeah. kidnapped Saturday night, this is Sunday, you've told all your parents, you're trying to reroute, you've spent all day messing around, now you've gotten this flight that's confirmed for Monday, the next day. Yeah, yeah, uh, paid for and everything. And okay. then um, we, like, get to the airport. So this is our first experience with the taxi drivers to the airport. I can't tell you, and now I'm like, much thought they should charge, but Joe and I literally after this experience knew exactly how much thought from Holman G to uh, Bangkok Airport because they kept like after this they kept trying to increase the prices on us. And we're like, no, 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 it's this, and we're not. We'll get another one if you aren't going to drive for this. We are not dumb Americans. <laughs> yes. Gosh. So. Um, as if you haven't been victimized enough. Right? Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Hmm. So we get to the airport, and, like, we're in line. I go to set my um, suitcase up to be weighed and checked. She scans our things, and then she says, oh, wait, your booking got canceled. And I what do you mean it got canceled? And she said, I don't know. I can't see why it got canceled, but it, it's canceled. Hmm. And then I was just like, are you kidding me? I just looked at Joe, and I told the lady, I said, look at, like, we we just got robbed. Like, I'm just trying to get home. Like, are there any seats available that we can buy right now? And she said, yeah, there are open seats, but we can't give them to you. Like, you don't have a visa. Even though I had a visa cleared. I was going to say, yes, we did. You had a visa to travel to. as vacationers. Yeah. I don't know. So... It was just a whole thing. So then Joe and I are just, like, totally deflated. We go back to the hotel. We have to find a completely different thing. And we, I, um, we kept trying to get a hold of United Airlines. We were flying through from Beijing to L.A. Um, to cancel our flight. And my mom ended up getting a hold of them and canceling them. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, a whole... Nightmare mess. Um, yeah. So Alex, as you're as you're as you're running around trying to get another flight and I mean you have to go from hotel to now, the airport. How are you And now Bree checking into a hotel, going back. Yeah, how are you feeling? I mean, are you kinda of paranoid and looking over your shoulder? Are you wanting to stay really close to Joe since you know that they have your wristlet and your your inf- information ID, they know what you look like? Were you scared? That they were going to find you again? Um, yeah, so, like, we were being very cautious about the only time we went outside was to get into a taxi and then get out of the taxi and get to the airport. Um, other than that, like, Joe even barely went down to the lobby. He, he'd get me um, mm-hmm. pureed water. Like, literally, the only thing I could keep down during this time was pureed watermelon stuff. I don't know if you remember it, Gail. Yes. Drink. Yep. Yep. That's all I could keep down. Like, I tried to eat, and I couldn't eat. So, oh, I bet. Um, yeah, so, um, 
So they when you got, so you had to go back flight. to the hotel, try to rebook flights. Is that what you then did again? Yes, and then we're just trying to go through our head. Now, this is like when my oldest sister, at first she put a Facebook post up, which I like have two feelings about it because I didn't want this like completely public. I didn't know how to feel about it at first. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she put a Facebook post up and just said, like, pray for our family or whatever. Um, and then, then, of course, everybody's, like, secretly messaging her, like, what's going on? What's going on? Right. She's telling them what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So then, then what, my, our booking got canceled on that Monday. Um, then she just did this huge Facebook thing, like, about, I got a back talk, I can't get it out. This is, like, what went viral. This the whole post went absolutely insane. I did not even know it existed um, until several hours later. <laughs> wow. When it, like, then the news channel started picking it up. That's how the New York started hearing about it. Like, it was, like, national. I think I wanted to see CNN, like, it was. And then, I don't oh my know. gosh! It was insane. I was just in the hotel room. Joe and I were looking at each other like, "Holy shit! Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it does show you though that yeah. you're obviously your family cared a lot about you, and so did a lot of your friends, acquaintances, and strangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, they definitely did. Um, so then, like, she's just asking, like, does anybody know? Anybody who can get me out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, God, let's not even go through freaking China. Through China. I'm never going there again, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm for not letting me through the <laughs> You're kind of cutting out, Alex. The, the I don't know. There we go. I, it could be us, too, Alex. Go ahead. So you're Uh-oh. so, so go you're ahead. never going back. So you're never well. That's China though, because China. I will say, um, I, yeah, the Beijing airport. I I was sick, so it was just miserable for me. <laughs> but okay, so it's like such a boring airport too. <laughs> However, I did find in the middle of nowhere a massage place open and did get myself a massage while waiting for my next flight so in the middle of nowhere so there was something okay so your it blows up that's where we get the news and then that's when i get to phuket and we meet jonathan and his wife and they say you know that their parents called because they saw it on fox news so how'd you end up getting home yeah so joe and i decided to just completely like forget go around Asia and take the longest way home possible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, the Middle East. And then... You had to go through Abu Dhabi, didn't you? Abu Yes, yes. So we ended up having to uh, go on the flight that we had planned to schedule. And, uh, sorry, I should clarify. I forgot to clarify. You said we were rebooking into the hotel. We never checked out. Oh, okay. Uh, we had that booking through our group. Oh, that's right. Yes. So we never had to like check out or anything. So that's why Joe and I went back because we were like, God, we have the room. We might as well use it if we have it available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And so then we decided, because I want to say it was a 10-day trip, and maybe the four days was in Bangkok and six were in Phuket. Okay. Or something like that. So so we decided, okay, we're going to go to Phuket. We got a flight from Phuket to Abu Dhabi, and then from Abu Dhabi to Chicago. And this was like a 25-plus-hour flight. It was insane. Wow. Oh and you never even got yeah. to see Phuket, right? I mean, you didn't get off, you didn't go from the airport, right? Well, well, we did. We asked it because we were in a domestic airport, and then we had to go to the international. Well, we yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't count that. I don't count nope, that. Nope, I wouldn't either. I don't count that. So let me ask you, tell me, um, and of course I know the answer, so I'm leading you in here, but tell me... Um, why didn't you file a police report or call the U.S. Embassy? Tell me tell me what your thoughts were there. So, yes, I completely bypassed the embassy part. So we did get a hold of the U.S. Embassy. Um, On Sunday, the day after? My dad did. Uh, okay. Oh, good. Right away, yes, Sunday, mm-hmm. he called the government. I don't even know what number he used. I yeah, how do you find the number for the U.S. Embassy? Google it. And um, this whole time, they made it seem like the guy, the American he was talking to was based in Bangkok. Because um, they said, well, we can get somebody over to the hotel and get her statement, but we can't help. Because we got a hold of the U.S. Embassy after we went to the airport and, like, our flight had been canceled. Yep. Mysteriously. Mysteriously, so, I'm going to come back to that. Can yeah, shoot? Can the U.S. Embassy like just help me get out? Like we'll pay for the flight, but just get me a visa, goddamn it! <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so then, yeah, Dad ended up getting hold of somebody there, but he, yeah, so he's like, well, why don't you go and get her? statement and just like see if she's okay like mm-hmm. and they're like well we're you're talking to me i'm in washington dc right now and then dad got this you made it seem like you were in bangkok the whole time like blah 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 but they said they couldn't help me unless they did a police report and i then they had called my our hotel room and uh, i talked to them i told them exactly what happened um asked like if they could help flight and stuff, and they said the same thing, we can't help you, ma'am, unless you file a police report. I said, well, I don't want to file a police report. The guy was wearing the uniform. I don't know, like, what's going on. The government right. here isn't the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to file a report with the same guy that I kidnapped me and I had to attack so I could escape, yeah. Yeah, so <sighs> then, uh, uh, were no help at all, honestly. Um, they, didn't do, they didn't do anything for mm-hmm. me. Uh, now, the news apparently got a statement from them, and they told the news that they switched my hotel room and put me under an alias. I saw that. Yeah, they did not. So they made it sound like they were helping you out, and they didn't at all. No, they didn't help anything. Oh, gosh. They also said that they escorted Joe and I personally from the airport to the hotel every time. Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> so have you done an interview with anybody so, to tell your side of the story after they were interviewed and got statements from them? Um, no, this is actually like the only thing I've done. Mm. We got the scoop! And, 
Damn you, Bangkok. However many, five years later. Well, they do have a saying that Bangkok is, uh, you know, Bangkok will get you. You know, once you get, once... It's in the hangover, the movie hangover. Oh, once once you get lost in Bangkok, you're done. You're never getting out. So it's a well, miracle that you got out also. So, Alex, I wanted to ask you, um, when you were jumped from the building and you went like 7, 10 feet, were you all, you said you were like, you didn't even realize it, but that you were bloody. Like, I saw some injuries on your on some pictures that Gail had, did did they rough you up? Do you do you know how you got a lot of those injuries? Yeah, so I think that was like during the fighting portion, but then the um, elbow and like the knees. I don't know if those are even pictures, but that's like when you jumping. Well, I saw some on your face and on your wrists and on your arm. Yeah, that those ones. So the arm ones, I want to say, are from the, um, you know, bond, bondage, whatever uh-huh. they got on me, getting out of that. Um, you can see the thumb injury where I have the scar now. Um, that's where his tooth has gone through. Right. And then, like, the chin one, and then right immediately, like, I looked at myself in the bathroom, and I had, like, um, finger bruises and a thumb bruise, like, around my neck. <laughs> It went away really fast, but, yeah, it was, like, faint, like, um, I don't know, that yellow. Right. That yellow-purple hue. So, at some point, someone had put their hand around your neck. Yeah, so. Do you think it was the guy you were fighting with, or? Probably happened so fast, though. I would assume so, but, yeah, I have, I don't know. Hmm. Jeepers. So. So. Yeah. I find it, so I have to say that, you know, obviously, we started hearing all the rumors. We're all talking there. But ever since then, you know, my husband and I both looked up stories just recently. You know, we're always trying to tell people they should go travel with us, come on vacation with us, Mm -hmm. da-da-da-da. And then we always tell this story, like, that's going to help them get on the vacation with us. Like, I'm stepping off that vacation bandwagon right now. I know, right? And so, um, but we, it's something that's so bizarre that happened that you can't believe it, right? And so, we always tell this story, and as I'm telling it, and I love hearing it from you, because it's only from what I've read and what I heard, but... It's what's disturbing is that, you know, the government there and seems to be both strict and corrupt. So mm-hmm. the, pro- the king had passed. And even whether he's alive or uh, dead, had you stood by a poster of him and let's say like made a flip off, you know, um, gesture and taken a picture, you could, could go have, to jail for 30 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've heard and stuff so like that. craziness yeah. like that. Craziness. But then. You hear some of the corruptness. Now, this is why I believe it was the police and it was some corruptness going on. Number one, the spotlights that when yeah. they were driving around looking that um, they they're like, shit, she got away. And I, I just can't even imagine this, what you felt during that mm-hmm. time. The second thing I think that shows that it's uh, could be very corrupt would be the the guards that laughed at her. And here's why. I think maybe it happens more than you want, and I don't care what your, um, you know, we had Kitty and the old lady. I know she was trying to be so sweet, and again, the generational, all of that. But by saying that doesn't happen here, 
when unfortunately bad things happen everywhere she was sweeping it under the rug and it tells me it happens more often than not Mm -hmm. right by saying that and the way the reactions were and the way that um those guards kind of smirked and and you know chuckled or maybe they didn't speak any english and they were looking at each other like I have no idea what you're right. saying, and, and they're laughing, giggling. That could be true too. But I, advocate. I would have a concerned look in my eyes, like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, she's bloodied. She's, right. she's beaten." And then I think the, yeah. the the next one that I believe is again why I believe it's probably um, you're right on. I wouldn't have filed a police report either when your flight was canceled. When I yeah. heard about your flight being canceled. When you had just booked it the day before and there's no explanation and who has the authority to cancel a flight when you have the confirmation and everything. Right. So that whole thing just also really sent shivers down my spine. So if you think about those three things alone, I truly believe that this was most likely uh, someone with some authority police force. Mm -hmm. Yes. So was your entire flight yeah. canceled or your tickets for that flight were you were kicked off? So, so she had said for the Air China flight were canceled, but the United Airline one from Beijing, that's just what I didn't understand either. How were the United Airline ones from Beijing to LA still viable then? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it's just the weirdest. Right. That now somebody knows who we are and they're trying to keep us here. So air so that that was canceled. Only her Bangkok section was canceled. Mm-hmm. So the first leg. Yeah. So yeah. it's um very very chilling. Honestly, the yeah. story is chilling. And it reminds you, I mean, you've already said number one, you were probably tired, you probably wouldn't have stopped for that last drink. I, I don't know, though. Do you know how many times we've all gone out and met people and then end up having a cocktail with them? Or somebody buys a bottle of, of champagne or alcohol and you're all taking shots? That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, you, so you make it back to the U.S., right? Do you Did you suffer from PTSD? Um, I have, like, um... I had, like, two pretty big anxiety attacks when I tried to go out after that. Mm-hmm. My friends were with me, so that's great. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just got, like, a panic attack. So do you have some residual so, trauma you feel from, from that experience? Um, yeah. Yeah. I would think so. I would think you would have to. I try to, I try to like, the way I deal with things is, like, joking about them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I try to. I know. I know. And for our audience, I know that when uh, Alex, I first reached out to Alex, Alex said, you know, I want you to know, I kind of laugh when I'm nervous and, you know, and that I only have um, flashes. And, and I said to Alex, you know, we joke a lot on the show. So Alex, thank you for letting us uh, laugh. But at the end of the day, it's such a traumatic experience that I, I I just can't thank you enough for sharing that with us. And and you said you still travel, yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Scotland, which 10 out of 10 recommend. My favorite trip of oh, my good. life so far. Because uh, I've never even met you, and I feel very protective of you, and I'm a little pissed off, and I kind of want to, like, do a little more research into Bangkok and just 
fuck them over. God, it makes me so mad. And like you, because you didn't even get any acknowledgement that you were hurt or injured or abducted or, I mean, you got lucky. You probably would not. Yeah. I'm just angry. Not at you. <laughs> yeah, no, there is a, like, wow. So, I know December, I think it's December 6th, so I'm still in Thailand when this happened, because I'm just like, how many other times does this happen? Right. And, uh, there is an Australian 23-year-old who right away, uh, you know, went onto that, uh, I think it's like Cow Stone Road or whatever. Uh-huh. It's a big tourist drinking road. Yep, yep. Uh, she flagged down. Um, she called him a tuk tuk driver, and he brought her to an abandoned building and raised her, and then his friend raised her, and then they left her there. <sighs> and she went, got immediately to the hospital. They did the race test and everything. Filed a police report. And you can look this up because it's so ridiculous how the news reported this in Bangkok. Um, they said they don't believe her because she reported it too soon. Um, they released CCTV video of her, like, swerving down the road and saying she's too drunk. Oh. Um, they don't believe her. They think she's doing it because they said the same thing about me, that I was doing it for anti-tourism um, propaganda which, again, that you can get arrested for. Um, and then they were holding her there, but, like, three days, I want to say it was three days later, a uh, um, 33-year-old man turned himself in and confessed to doing it. And it's like, they, yeah, I don't know. It's, huh. And when was that? It's crazy. That was, so, she, she I want to say she had that happen on December 6th. But um, the investigation was ongoing until, like, the 12th. Now, the same year we were there, or what year? The same year, the exact time we were there. Oh, holy shit. Mm. Almost simultaneously, yeah. Almost so makes it sound like they found someone to come in and... Wow, but confess. that doesn't happen here. <laughs> that doesn't happen here, and here it happened at the so same also, time. Two days, like, after I did get home, I did get an email from... Island tourist police. Really? So I did look up what the tourist police are, and they're kind of like volunteers. <laughs> you want to call okay, them? Okay, okay. Um, a posse. They do handle like tourism crime and stuff. Yep. And so they wanted to know what happened. So I wrote them, you know, pretty much everything I just told you right now. Um, and then I got, like, a few days later, I got an email from them, like, with a picture attachment, two of them. One of the pictures was my glasses, and then the other <gasps> one was my cell phone. Whoa, whoa, and, whoa, and whoa. I, I know. And they said, are these your glasses and your cell phone? And I said, yes, like, exclamation point, those are mine. I said, where did you find them? And then this is the last response I get from them, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> they said, it doesn't matter uh, where we found them. It only matters. That we found. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh. Why'd they even bother then? Exactly. And then, <sighs> um, then, oh, they like released like a, they had like a press conference or something like that. Press release or something. Oh my and God. Confirming that I made everything up for anti tourism. Um, 
And that basically said at the end of the article, I was laughing. We said, Joe and I are not welcome back in Thailand. <laughs> what the we're like, hell? We're like, that's okay. That's okay. You know, I like. It, it goes back to it is a very. Um, I don't know. Correct. I would call it an old-fashioned country, too, that the fact is is that, you know, of how equality of women and, you know, all of that. But I love that response. It doesn't matter where we found it, just that we found them. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I almost think, you know, again, now I go ding, ding, police corruption again, because yeah. that sounds like a threat to me. Like, it doesn't matter where we found them. We want you to know that we know, you know, who actually kidnapped you and tried to rape you. They're trying to discredit you. And, so that, and, and get that out there. And get you scared. And so that you won't try to pursue yeah, any <laughs> investigations or a lawsuit or. Wow. God. Wow. I can't Blessed. believe that. I can't believe that. Did they so, send you your stuff back? Oh, no, no. Of course no. not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> no. everybody out there, nobody go to Bangkok. Oh, Let's no, just see, dry I them don't up. say that. No, no, I, I am. I'm going to fucking say that no, right now. No, if it's remember, the police. I know, but at the end of the day, I also have a story about um, uh, on my trip to Italy, the guy got kidnapped on the first night. So, Well, did you feel like the police were behind it and they're completely ignoring you? No, I no, know that. So, no. yeah, no. But say, here's the deal. Happen anywhere, but it's just the the help that you get after. Well, I would hope like the U.S. would. The United States and that happens. Unfortunately, it's though. It's totally different story. Exactly. But unfortunately, though, and I hate to say this, and again, I love to travel. I'm not stopping traveling. I just got home from Aruba. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you're in Aruba. If you're in Belize, you're in Costa Rica. Well, Costa Rica, but really Mexico. Um, the only place that I think you may get really good help may be in like Europe or Canada. Otherwise, you're taking your chances whenever you step yeah. into other realms of the world. And that's why we don't travel. <laughs> including Mexico, South America, and in my belief, you know, some of the Asian countries. Now, not all, and, you know, there's crime everywhere. Trust me. This all could happen in the United States, too. We all need to know that. So, but um, it just does show you that for all the listeners that know that movie, Hangover 2 or 3, and that they know how they say, man, Bangkok, you know, they took you, or whatever the saying is, that it really does happen. It mm-hmm. really does happen, and Alex is as proof, and thank God, Nothing more serious happened to you. (laughs) It really was the best case scenario. Well, best case wouldn't have been to get caught. I'm glad that you were able to just call in because you survived. I know, right? You're a true hero. The name of our podcast is Heroes and Zeros, and so we know which one you qualify as. Yeah, and the zeros are probably the corrupt Thai police, so Mm. it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. and then Groupon also, I would use, I know you asked in the very beginning if I'd go on another trip, and I would, and they actually, I did not get a hold of them at all, uh, but um, they called me when I got home, and she's just like, I just want to let you know, like, we're refunding Joe and your trip, and I said, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much, like, I wasn't even going to bring, like, your name into it, because I know it's not your guys' fault Right. At all. <laughs> it wasn't part of our trip. 
And that is the way humans should behave to treat one another. So when I hear Bangkok or France or U.S., it doesn't matter who it is, when they treat someone that's been victimized like they are lying and they don't count, that pisses me the fuck off. And so I (laughs) I am so glad that someone, I hope Groupon, is out of the United States because, yeah, Whatever, Yuhu, Rahu. So, hey, Groupon, you're getting God. a lot of free ads today. Uh, I bet your algorithm goes up are. with people looking for trips, but being very realistic about it. I love that, oh, Alex. Man. Anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up? Um, I want to ask you. Oh, yeah, ask. Just, you guys. Well, I did have an interview request. I thought this was Thailand in my hotel room. I get the Facebook message from freaking Dr. Phil's producer. <gasps> oh my no gosh. Way. And you said, you and said no. Yeah, at that time you were pretty traumatized. Right, right. Call, All right, well, you never I, know. Now that this goes out there, I'd call him Dr. back. Phil. Yeah, Dr. Phil, she'd love to come back on and um, we'll be sure to hashtag. Uh, Dr. Phil on our next yeah. when we put this out. Absolutely. And, um, you never know. because I don't, want, I don't want to be on Dr. Phil. Oh, oh okay. never mind, Dr. Phil. Right. Sorry. No, <laughs> I Oprah? Turned down. I turned them down. Okay. So, Alex. <laughs> well, Alex, thank you for then accepting ours. What made the difference between us and Dr. Phil? She knew you. Well, again, I laugh a lot when I'm nervous. And I don't know, camera, it just... I don't think it would come off like like the show would want it to be. Like I feel like they'd want me to be like having a mental breakdown on the show, maybe. Right. right. No, I think I think you're very relatable, and you sound very right. level headed. And has this has this experience though made you more cautious, no matter where you're at? Do you think? Um, yeah. So yeah. when we are traveling, really anywhere. I mean, we just saw Puerto Rico in January. Uh, I definitely, like, we interact with locals, but I'm not ever, like, accepting any drink. Mm-hmm. I always get, like, bottles, you know. Right. Alcohol. And tell them to leave the caps on. Thing, you can like, take it off yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it has changed, and I think everybody should that way anyway. That's what I was going to ask you, if there's any advice that you want to give to listeners that you kind of... You've had time to think about it, and you've probably thought about your experience more often than you can count. Is there anything that you can think of that yeah. you would offer advice to someone that would be different than what you did or just what you learned from what you did? Or what, what yeah, advice would you no, give people? I would say, like, don't be afraid to have fun and interact yeah. with locals, but just be wary and don't accept any open container drinks from them. Right. Yeah. Um, and just... Be always, like, aware of your surroundings. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I did have a buddy there, but try to have a group of people that you're going out with that know where you are at all times. Right. Yep. Yep. But, well, Alex, I'm so, so thankful that you survived this. Gosh, I'm, I'm going to have to go upstairs after we're done recording and cry for a little bit. I have bit. one more piece of advice, I think, that okay. I think is very... Um, that also can be really good is I think, and I don't think you necessarily were doing it, Alex, but I hear this all the time, including myself. We all go too hard on the first night. Settle down your first night. You don't have to go that hard. 
Um, and so I'm not saying you did, but I find that a lot in the Italy trip story that I'm going to be sharing in the future and other trips I've been on. You know, we're all so excited. We go pretty hard. And the first night, yeah. you got to really watch it. Yep. Nope. I would. I think that's sound advice for sure. Awesome. Well, anything else, Annie? Nope. You don't got anything. I'm all just right. a little teary. She's, she's gonna go upstairs and punch something. Well, I think she's gonna go upstairs and cry. She's like about ready to cry. So, um, she's. Um, God dang it! We have video. I know. <laughs> um, yes. Well, Alex, again. Thank you for being such an amazing woman and such a phenomenal hero. And thank you for teaching us and sharing us your tale to help all of us stay safe. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. I want, yeah, it's a story to kind of get out, you know, to let people know that it can happen to anyone, you know. It um, really can. Absolutely. You did nothing wrong. You need to get Joe your story out there as yeah. As much as possible so people can learn from you and you can be a, you know, you can, you have a voice. Other, if yep, yep. One more hour, who knows what else could have happened and you may not be talking to anybody. So I'm so thankful that exactly, y- yeah. you watched The Office and knew how to hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> if that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on your upcoming wedding. It's upcoming, right? Yeah. Um, we actually booked it to January. Uh, well, originally, anyway, we just decided on a long engagement. We we live together, so we're pretty much married anyway. Yeah. Um, but because of COVID and everything. Yes. Um, so it's January down in Dominican. Um, well, have fun. Well, it's take your amazing. mace. Take your mace with you. <laughs> um, yes. Take a little taekwondo before you go. Yeah, she's got that down. <laughs> and um, what else? I, we wish you best of luck. You Long, know, pointy fingernails. Alex, we can't, you know, the world, it, there is, you're making a difference in the world in whatever you decide to do because for whatever reason, it wasn't too much of the roofie. For whatever reason, you were able to have those snippets of knowing what you're doing to get out of the ropes, to punch the guy, to jump out, to hide, all of that. There is a great purpose for you in this world. Exactly. God spared you and we're thankful for it. Yeah. You make the world a better place then. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You got it, Alex. You take care. All right, everyone. Well, that was our episode this week. And um, we cannot thank you. And Oh, Alex, we'll say goodbye to you first. Yeah. Okay. Bye, sweetie. Bye, Bye, Alex. I got to go take these dogs out a lot. Oh, yes. Okay. Do that. Bye. Thanks again, Alex. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, Annie. Like, you got all choked up. You got both pissed. Oh, I'm, and I'm still up. so... F- See, I find it so fascinating, right? Yeah, because it's fascinating. Because what I do is I'm like, guys, this could really happen. It was a girl yeah. on my trip. Yeah. Um, and so... I'm just so angry right now. 
Oh yeah, God. yeah, it is. Well, at the end of the day, I think you need to be aware of that. Again, yeah. there is a lot of places in the world, including the U.S., that aren't the safest. Or you at right. least need to at least be and cautious be, and mm-hmm. aware of what's going on. And, you know, I mean, I, you like, don't know how many times I've taken a drink of somebody buying a bottle. I mean, you just look at the luck you have. Well, just like your forest of horrors, you know, <clears throat> good Lord, that had a whole level of, of corrupt corruption that right went up down around and to the side. levels and so what and to the side so can you imagine if though we interviewed someone that survived that you know no. that, that that was that we were interviewing I, know. I would just it just breaks my heart i i think that uh we do live in a world that is like that and for whatever reason we get spared and we need to Make the most of that. Yeah, and, and Alex. Not, not hide. Not, not, we matter. I know. You know? Alex matters. She is such a hero. I want to sue Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> and here's is the thing, though. People will say Bangkok's fun. I mean, fun. And I think fun. I love hearing I don't care. that she's still traveling and that yeah. she's still. I want to sue the person that did that. that and the person that ignored her and oh, the person that canceled their flight. I, I got to okay? tell you, you know, I had heard most of the story because, of course, I've been telling it in my own version, right? Every mm-hmm. time I'm cock- uh, cocktailed up and want somebody to go on a trip with me. Yeah, this is the first I've heard. Um, any detail and it's so it's but what I didn't hear was the whole um uh part where the the tourism police the Thailand tourism police Mm -hmm. wrote with the two pictures of her glasses and cell phone and said it doesn't matter where we found them it's just who we found them why did they even send them to her? I, I mean, why did they even show I, her I the think, pictures? I think that's to scare her, that we know who did it to you. It was the corrupt police, and don't come back, and we know where you live. We know where you live. I say, fine, I'm not coming back. You're not getting my money. We know where you live. And let's try to just make it so they don't make any more money from tourism. Thank you. Oh, I don't know about that, because yep, i got to yep. tell you, it was I'm, pretty I'm not a good cha- place. I'm not changing All any right, you of don't my have views to. on that. I'm still recommending to travel. Oh, yeah, um, you could travel there if you want. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I know. we got to end this. On that note, hey, everybody, we're so glad you joined. Heroes and zeros were pissed off. <laughs> I know there's bad shit everywhere. There really is. I mean, and you have to remember for, that. Sex but trafficking the, in, in the U.S. And I mean, the but, things that could have happened to her. Mm-hmm, I am surprised I they chose. And Greg said that, but, too. He goes, she's a taller girl. And I am surprised that they chose Alex at five foot nine. And she's a very slender, attractive but woman. But maybe sitting down. She doesn't oh, look yeah. as tall. Well, but she was sitting. dancing. I don't know. But I'm, I'm surprised know. they didn't try to. It, it, then again, <laughs> As Alex said, they are smaller people, and so really, yeah. who is smaller than them? <laughs> Me, maybe. Shorter, not smaller. And but. I am in no way being in any way racist or making fun of anything. And by the way, while we're saying that, I do want to shout out to Stop Asian Hate, and so that is a big thing right now, so we want to make sure that... Uh, you know, any of the anti-bullying of any of our Asian family and friends here in oh, the absolutely. U.S. is not okay. Hashtag stop Asian hate. All right. Ditto. On that note, everybody, this was. This has been real. Annie. What? 
This is Annie. I'm just kind of oh. saying our names, and I'm Gail again. Yeah, and so. this was Heroes and Zeros. and Zeros, a true crime podcast. Bye bye. Right. See you later. I'm a little ticked off. I can't even use any words. Bye bye. Thanks again so much for joining us, everyone. Be sure to stay connected with us on social media at both Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram is Heroes Zeros Podcast and Facebook Heroes and Zeros, a true crime podcast. And you can listen to our podcast episodes or support or donate money to us. And you can send us your stories and just a lot more at our website, which is Heroes and Zeros TrueCrime.com. Again, that's Heroes and Zeros TrueCrime.com. And you can email us also at Heroes to Zeros and More. That's the number two, Heroes to Zeros and More at Gmail.com. Exactly. And you can also support us at our Patreon site now, which is patreon.com slash hero.